Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to Anti-Bullying 101. This podcast is designed to create awareness about the bullying epidemic and provide teachers, administrators, parents, and even students information about the dangers of bullying and why we have to take a comprehensive approach when dealing with the problem. My name is Jim Burns. I'm your host. I'm a retired high school administrator with over 40 years of experience in education. Currently, I'm a college instructor, and I've designed the Bullyproof Classroom, a graduate course that provides my students with permanent help, not temporary relief, as they battle the bullying epidemic. Enjoyed the podcast, everybody. Anti-Bullying 101 is brought to you by Bark. Technology that keeps your kids safer online and in real life. You wouldn't give your kid a bike without a helmet and you wouldn't let them drive a car without wearing a seatbelt. So don't give them a smartphone, tablet, or laptop without the number one safety solution on the market. Bark. Bark monitors over 30 social media platforms including YouTube, text messages, email accounts, browser history, and more. That's four times more than any other child monitoring app. And Bark alerts you via text and email when your child has encountered problematic content. You'll get automatic alerts to signs of cyberbullying, depression, online predators, adult content, and more, along with the best recommended next steps for how to address. Trusted by over 1,900 school districts nationwide, Bark is absolutely free for schools and $9 per family per month. So use the tech solution created by parents for parents, and that keeps close to 5 million kids safer online. Visit www.bark.us now to start your free trial and see why parents and caregivers across the nation now have more peace of mind while letting their kids become responsible digital natives. That's www.bark, like a dog barks when a stranger approaches your house, .us. One more time, that's www.bark.us. Now, back to the show. I wrote the new three R's in education, respect, responsibility, and relationships, 15 years ago. At the time, it was difficult for teachers, parents, and administrators to buy into this philosophy. With the events over the past many years, I believe that this book has more meaning now than ever. 
I'll be sharing chapters of this book during the next 10 episodes of Anti-Bullying 101 with commentary and ask that you take a good hard look at the state of society, education, and our culture and consider what you hear and use the philosophy to facilitate change. Well, hi again, everybody, and welcome back to Anti-Bullying 101. As you know, we are in the uh, throes of covering the new three R's in education, and I'm revisiting this book strictly because I believe that it has more meaning now than ever, and we're on Chapter 10. And Chapter 10 says that we have to take care of ourselves. You know, if you're a teacher and you're in a classroom and you have kids that are rude, disrespectful, discourteous, downright unkind, irresponsible, and don't care, and you're there with them every day, it can begin to wear on your confidence, it can be create such stress that you can't manage, and it can put you in a position where you actually question your ability as a teacher. The point that I'm going to make to you is this. Unless you learn how to take care of yourself, and I'm going to use the phrase here, you are the goose that laid the golden egg. You are the person who provides for your family. Whether it's husband or wife, it doesn't matter. You provide for your family. And if you are stressed to the max and you can't deal with the job or you can't deal with your life when you come home from work, you are in trouble and you have to get a handle on it and you have to care for the goose. And the goose is you. Now, several years ago, Dr. Stephen Covey wrote a book called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And in that book, he cited seven habits that if people begin to implement them in their lives, they will be more successful, they will become highly successful, and they will learn how to balance work and their private life. It's as simple as that. There is a balance between the two. There's a balance between the two. Now, the seven habits were be proactive, meaning act before you're acted upon. Begin with the end in mind. In other words, what would you like people to say about you at your wake or your funeral? Put first things first. Understand your priorities. Think win-win. In other words, we have to be able, and I'm not a fan of win-win. I think that there are winners and there are losers. Win-win merely means that we are looking to work with people in such a way that we don't have arguments and it's not contentious when we go to solve a problem. Seek first to understand, then to be understood. 
This goes into being a good listener. Synergize, which means let's all work together. And then sharpen the saw. And the seventh habit is what we're going to talk about. Sharpening the saw because it has particular relevance right now. Now, here's an excerpt from the book. Suppose you were to come upon someone in the woods working feverishly to saw down a tree. What, you're, what are you doing, you ask? Can't you see, comes the impatient reply, I'm sawing down this tree. You look exhausted, you exclaim. How long have you been going at it? Over five hours, he returns. And I'm beat, this is hard work. Well... Why don't you take a break for a few minutes and sharpen the saw, you inquire. I'm sure it would go a lot faster. I don't have time to sharpen the saw, the man says emphatically. I'm too busy sawing. Now, sometimes we can become so busy working that we don't make the time for ourselves and our family. Stephen Covey refers to this as renewal. And that's when we preserve and enhance the greatest asset that we have, and that's ourselves. You are useless to your family if you have a stroke, heart attack, or you get sick. Period. You can't work. You can't go out and make a living. And your confidence will diminish because you will begin to feel like you let people down. And unfortunately, sometimes our family may just think that we're taking time away from them when in essence we're trying to make ourselves stronger. In other words, if you are out there and you're exercising every day, or you're doing some inspirational reading or praying, or whatever the case may be. You may do that for 45 minutes a day or an hour a day, but the bottom line is it's making you a better person so that you can serve your family better and you can do a better job. There are four dimensions that Covey speaks about that are critical here, and they're very basic. But if you follow these four, dimension, the, uh, these four dimensions, you're going to find yourself to be stronger, smarter, you're probably going to feel saner, and you're also going to feel grounded. So let me go over them with you, because I believe that if we take a look at these, you're going to be a, be a better parent, spouse, son, daughter, and yeah, a better teacher. The first dimension is the physical dimension. Our bodies are born to move, and we have to care for our physical body, and that includes eating right, getting enough rest, and exercise. When we are placed under stress in the classroom, what happens? Okay, we feel it physically. We are drained. Our adrenal glands get zapped. 
we're exhausted. We come home and we don't have any time for anyone or anything. And all we want to do is relax. And you know, when we are under stress and we are experiencing stress, one of the most important things we could do or should do is exercise. It helps release that adrenaline and maybe some of that pent-up aggression that we have. And if you really think you don't have time to exercise, understand that you don't have the time not to. We'll think that in order to get the right exercise, we have to join a gym or hire a trainer. And that's the furthest thing from the truth. We could take a walk, do a few calisthenics, maybe do a little weight training. There's a lot of things that we can do. Sometimes the exercise can be family-oriented, where you go on a walk with your children, or you ride your bike, and you're out there riding your bike. Maybe you could just go paint a room, or think about doing a little bit of handiwork around the house, or maybe hang wallpaper, or do anything that keeps your mind off of the job, because the job is what produces stress. The less stressed out we are, the better the job the better job will do. But we have to use the physical dimension, get the right exercise, the right diet, the right sleep in order for us to really implement the three R's and deal with the disrespect and the irresponsible behavior that we encounter every day. The next one is the mental dimension. Now, when I wrote this, One of the things that I said was we don't read enough for pleasure or for enrichment. And for some reason, when we graduate from college, we stop doing any serious reading or research. And too often our time is spent. And, you know, I had in here watching television. But in reality, there are so many things that we can watch today. So many things are streamed. It's not even TV. I mean, I mentioned in here that we would get upset if we didn't see our favorite TV show. We don't have to worry about our favorite TV show anymore because we can watch it anytime we want. The, The bottom line is, okay, there has to be a time when you end up, where you end up just reading and reading for education. You know, when you get through with college, Lots of times, okay, you don't do a whole lot of reading anymore if, in fact, you went to college. People don't read the newspaper that much anymore. People don't look, okay, to try and edify themselves mentally. We can get books online today. We can do audio books. We can, if you have a Kindle, you can get all the books that you want to read. And if you're really into the books with the paper and the cover and the feel, you, the, the bookstores are filled with them. You have to come up with a topic that you like and read. I don't do enough reading. That I will tell you. The suggestion is to try and read a book a month. My wife is an avid reader. She loves to read. She sits and reads And it's quiet time for her, and she gets lost in a book. I don't have that ability. I do a lot of reading online and a lot of research online. But trust me when I'm telling you, 
to sit and read a book, builds your vocabulary, makes you a better conversationalist, and it puts you in a position where you are mentally getting stronger every day, and that's something you need to be aware of. The next dimension is the social and emotional dimension. Now, if we come home from work worn out from the day, we may just not have the energy to devote to the key people in our lives. And often these key people, either a husband, a wife, or a son or a daughter, they can feel shortchanged by the lack of time and attention that we give to them. Too often we'll come home and we'll want to talk about some and I'm using the word here, we'll talk about some snot-nosed kid who gave us a hard time that day. That, now, it's okay to have a general discussion about the difficulties that you've had, either in the classroom or just with the profession in general. But that's not the conversation that our loved ones want to have with us ongoing all night. They do want to hear, but they don't want to have Okay, that conversation over and over again. And you know, we may believe that we're indispensable at work, but that's an absolute fallacy. We can be replaced, and trust me when I'm telling you, the school that you're working in can run with you or run without you. And if in fact it decides to run without you, it wouldn't take long before you weren't even missed. A school where you work as a teacher is a job that provides you with money that you were trained to do to take care of your family. And there's not one person on the death on their deathbed that stated that they wish they'd spent more time at work. We have to focus on giving the people who love us the time they deserve. Once they know that they're getting the first fruits of our time, they'll give us their blessing when we go off to work every day. And that's the key. To have their blessing when we leave the house. To not become so immersed in the work that all that gets discussed is what they're doing or what you're doing. You have to balance that conversation between work and you have to balance it between family and play and you have to learn how to be a good listener. And a good listener does follow one of those habits which is they seek first to understand then to be understood. So don't think that everyone who wants to hear about your heroics at work every day all night long they want you, just you, not you and your job. They want your time, they want your attention, they want your love, and they want to be able to just communicate with you about some of their events as well that went on during that day. The last dimension, the spiritual dimension. Now, this is a private area for most people. I mean, a lot of people either use nature, they can use yoga, they can use forms of religion. I like to pray. I like to pray, and at times I, I read the Bible just for 10 minutes a day. 
because it, you need that. You need to know that there's someone out there or something out there that's bigger than you, that's in control. And the great reformer Martin Luther said, I have so much to do today that I'll have to spend three hours praying instead of two. And I've come to realize that there's a spiritual connection that all people want, but many people, they don't know how to develop it. Often the spiritual mention gets ignored, and that can leave a void in a person's life because there's this big hole inside of all of us that wants to be connected to someone or something. And children want to be connected to their parents. There's a hole inside of them when the relationship with their parents goes sour because they feel as if they've missed something in life. Many people are anger, angry and bitter because of the relationship that they have with their parents and they want it to improve and they want it to get better. Trust me when I'm telling you, if you go to that social and emotional dimension, and I want to make sure that I covered it, and I did, that social and emotional dimension, you also have to come to terms with people that you may have difficulty with, people that you've had arguments with in the past, People that you, you don't want to run into at a wedding or a funeral because you know that the relationship isn't good. Those things have to be straightened out because we could end up with a bunch of floating bitterness that, that causes us to get angry at other people when they weren't even the ones that caused the problem. So if you have to repair some relationships, it may need to be done slowly. Maybe it can be done all at once, depending on how many people you have relationships to repair with. But my friend, make sure that you do it. Because if you do, you're going to be a happier person and life will go much more smoothly and you'll find that you're going to be less angry. My name is Jim Burns. Here's a word once again from our sponsor, Bark. Anti-Bullying 101 is brought to you by Bark. Technology that keeps your kids safer online and in real life. You wouldn't give your kid a bike without a helmet and you wouldn't let them drive a car without wearing a seatbelt. So don't give them a smartphone, tablet, or laptop without the number one safety solution on the market. Bark. Bark monitors over 30 social media platforms, including YouTube, text messages, email accounts, browser history, and more. That's four times more than any other child monitoring app. And Bark alerts you via text and email when your child has encountered problematic content. You'll get automatic alerts to signs of cyberbullying, depression, online predators, adult content, and more, along with the best recommended next steps for how to address. Trusted by over 1,900 school districts nationwide, Bark is absolutely free for schools and $9 per family per month. So use the tech solution created by parents for parents and that keeps close to 5 million kids safer online. 
visit www.bark.us now to start your free trial and see why parents and caregivers across the nation now have more peace of mind while letting their kids become responsible digital natives. That's www.bark, like a dog barks when a stranger approaches your house, .us. One more time, that's www.bark.us. Now, back to the show. And we welcome Bark as our sponsor. It's a great product, and I hope you all give it a try. My name is Jim Burns. You've been listening to Anti-Bullying 101. That concludes the new three R's revisited. I hope that you have a library of the the 10 chapters because you'll want to refer to them occasionally as you move forward. We will be covering other topics in future episodes and we do an episode and at times two per week. So if you can, subscribe to Anti-Bullying 101. Also, we need donations desperately. And you know, 99 cents, not a problem. People could afford that. You know, and I'm going to leave a donate button right on the, right on the, uh, in the episode description. Please take the time to donate. Please make that effort. The other thing is this book, The New Three R's, will be available in the episode description. All you got to do is click on the link and you'll get t- be taken right to the sales page. It's cheap. You can download it and you'll be able to read all of what we were talking about over the course of these previous 10 episodes. My friends, it is Thursday, March 12th. Tomorrow is Friday the 13th. My goodness, there we are. The weather right here in New Jersey is cloudy. We had a little bit of rain. In the news, it's all about the coronavirus. We're all battling the fear of that. My friends have no fear because they'll take care of it. This will get cleared up. This is something that can get taken care of. We've been through them all. We've been through SARS, MRSA, the list goes on, anthrax, whatever you, whatever you can think of, we've been through it, and we've made it through to the other side. But right now, it's a cloudy day. To me, it doesn't matter. You know why? Because I want all of us to remember we have to carry our own weather around with us. Once again, my name is Jim Burns. Thank you for listening to Anti-Bullying 101.